What's up? This is my mic sounds nice. I'm Kat. I'm Keisha. Today we're talking about why do black women feel unprotected. Malcolm X said the most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman. So we're going to get into that. Absolutely. I think the first thing we need to figure out is um, who's supposed to be protecting us. Um, we obviously have to protect ourselves, but just the way, like traditionally the way things are, it would be that black men protect us. Um, so we need to get into why do black men feel um, like like the disrespect that we, we take or protecting us um, is, is like, it's a big deal. Like, why do you think that is? Um, it's unfortunately because I believe that they think that we are so strong that we can handle everything. Like Tupac said in his first, got my name from my mama, got a game from a woman. Like you all get everything from us. So you all do expect that we don't need to be tech protected. We definitely need you all. Because we're strong. And that's funny because what I find is that um, black men, they protect or they, uh, they set aside protection for their mothers, their sisters, and you know their cousins, aunties. But when it comes to women outside of that realm, anything goes. So we don't have that community feel. We don't have that thought process like, as a black man, I need to protect all black women. Absolutely. Instead, we, we you know, some black men, they reserve that for, you know, their, their mother. Which, which is funny because I think that causes problems later. Because now you're protecting your mother. What about when you get in relationships with your wife or, you know, you know, whatever, kid's mother, whatever. When you start to reach out and have other relationships with other women, you put them in a position where they don't feel protected. Because you have been trained in your mind to think that I do protect women. I protect my mama. Mm -hmm. And that becomes the only woman that you wind up protecting. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. But well, we have so many men that don't have mothers that they protect. We have men that 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 that, that don't protect any woman in yeah. their families, not their moms, not their sisters. I've seen guys disrespect mothers, sisters, aunts, uncles. Um, it's just in a race and whole. We do have to figure out how to protect each other. Everybody is speaking Black Lives Matters, Black Lives Matters. Like we really have to sit down and realize we all really do matter, especially our women. Our women are multiplying, making making us. Like we're keeping everything going. So we definitely have to figure out some type of you know, way to to be respected. We we not mean. We not angry. <laughs> I think and not better. I, I think that's unfortunate because uh, another uh, important point is that black men feel like when we start expressing what is bothering us, black men feel like we're emasculating them. We're trying to take their manhood from them, or we're blaming them, or we're not supporting them enough. And I think in a whole, that's a heavy burden to bear. So you're telling me that I not only can't ask for protection or express to you how I'm feeling or how, you know, whether it be you or the world is on my back making me feel, but when I express that, now I'm a burden. I'm bothering you. Mm -hmm. I'm not supporting you. Well, damn, what you want me to do for you? I, I, I mean, that's, that's a lot. On previous shows that we have 
spoke on, I have always spoke of being submissive to my man. I need you to be the man, though. I need you to be the man of the house. I need you to make the decisions. I'm going to back you 150%. Right or wrong? If you're wrong, though, I need you to accept, hey, baby, I, I'm listening. I understand what you're saying, but can you look at it from this perspective? But instead of thinking that I'm trying to boss you or change you nice. or manipulate you, I am trying to add to you. It is us. It's not me and you. Yeah. It's us. And I think that's what's so messed up in our community as a whole with our black men not supporting our with you all. Yeah, you all. We belong to you. We belong to you all. And vice versa. Yeah. So, you know, have my back. I'm going to have your back. Yeah. We we have so many situations where we you you all want us to have your back, but mm -hmm. you don't want to have our back. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is when we hold, when we hold you accountable. Mm -hmm. So, um, right now, it's a lot of stuff going on with, you know, women and their sexuality and women not taking care of their kids. And I'm not saying that we're not at fault. The worst thing I hate to hear is when a woman expresses the need for protection and a man says, well, what about me? Or a woman says, you hurt me. This is what you did to me. And a man says, well, what about what you did to me? I, in my mind, and this is just me, I feel like that's weak. That's a weak comeback and a weak response. But you have people that feel like that. What I want to want to change, would love to change, is that when a woman is uh, strong, that she's not looked at as bitter. Mm -hmm. Because when we start expressing or holding people accountable, that be our, our man, our husband, our, our boy children, when we start holding you accountable, Y'all fall apart and act like we're the ones that's mean, miserable, and bitter. And we are not saying this is all black men, okay? Not all black men. <laughs> not. We're not saying this is all, all of you all. We are just stating on the, we, we, in the, in 2020, we have had a lot of people say that black women state that they need the support of their black men. Yeah. So that is where we're coming from with this conversation. Yeah, with this conversation. Yeah. It's, well, of course, it's near and dear to us as black women um, with the climate that we have right now with Black Lives Matter. And I want to give a humongous shout out to Kamala Harris. Yes. This conversation is very important because as a social media watcher, I'm big with the social media. Yes, she is. I've seen so many black men dissing her. Now, I get it. She has had a past and there are some things that she has done that has been uh, uh, deficits to the black community. Um, I, I have to defend her slightly and say, I mean, she was doing her job. So uh, right now in Chicago and in, in, in Cook County, Illinois, we have Kim Fox. You know, there are people that they, they, they talk about her. Yes. We're talking about black women that do their job. Yes. It's amazing to me because we have... Uh, we're going to compare a little bit. We have your Sarah Palin's and we have mm -hmm. your, 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 your white uh, politicians or people that are in, you know, your Kelly McEnany. She's a spokesperson or whatever for uh, press secretary for Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. You have those women. You do not and will not see those whites going uh, publicly. Breaking them down. Bringing them down. Talking about them. And you're talking about people that say the most asinine stuff. They constantly tell lies. They deceive the public. Like they are very intentional on what they're doing to society. And then you take these black women, and because you have in your mind 
that they have said or did or whatever, whatever it is. And, and I'm not saying that they didn't do that. I'm not saying that Kamala Harris didn't prosecute black men for, for marijuana excessively, you know, back in the day. But she was doing her job. And black men have torn her down to the core, to the point where, and I know some black women feel this way. We've had to defend celebrating her. Mm -hmm. We've had to defend celebrating mm -hmm. this woman. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy to me because I've seen black men protecting the governor of Michigan. This is social media that she's seeing all of this on, guys. And, and so, so, it's, so it's, it's, it's what's happening. Yes. When I see black men, you know, uh, out, and I see, I see white men, but they, they're protecting the governor of, of Michigan. Yes. And then I see signs up all over the city of Chicago that, that talk about Kim Fox. Mm -hmm. Like, when, when, when do we get our support? And then you put us in a position where we have to support ourselves. Mm -hmm. Now you're talking about us. Mm -hmm. Y'all just supporting her because she's a woman. Well, damn. Okay. Um, you know, in, our, in history, it shows that we as women have always been very low on the pole. Mm -hmm. um, though we keep everything together for you all. Not the stripper this, pole. Not, not the stripper pole. We run households for you all. We, we, we keep the foundation that you all need to be strong together so that you are able to be strong. Mm -hmm. um, and it is very unfortunate that, that that woman is, she was, before I heard anything good about her, you heard I heard all you heard bad about her. And like my sister stated, she that was her job. That was the career path that she had chose. Um, and she was a prosecutor. Yeah. And she prosecuted. She she prosecuted people and at the end of the day, the judge was the final decision on how much time a person received. Not her. <laughs> if you know the system, you know that it's protocol to the system. Um so, you know, it is I, I'm proud of her. I'm yeah. proud of the fact that we have a woman. In the the, in the White House, White House. I'm proud that we have a yeah. woman, a woman of in color. There. That was a whole other thing. Oh, she's not black. Yes. So you know, we 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 got to get it together, people. We have to get it together as a whole. Yeah. We have to start off by supporting our women. We definitely have to support our men. We have to get our communities to support each other. Yeah. Like it, it, it. The black on black crime is it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's terrible. Ridiculous. We are in Chicago and. We are losing like our young black men, like are dropping like flies, and they're literally. killing each other. Yes. And that's 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 like huge. And so on, on a on a different level, we have to get it together because that means that there's a disconnect with mothers and fathers. And I think a big question too is why are people so comfortable with dismissing women's plea for protection? Mm -hmm. And I think the main thing is is that. People have comforted themselves with thinking that we ask for it. So if a man rapes you, you ask for it because mm -hmm. look what you have on. Mm -hmm. If somebody disrespects you, you ask for it. Look what happened to you. So we can look at Sandra Bland's situation. When Sandra Bland um, was murdered after a routine traffic stop, people, especially black women, yes. said she had an attitude. She shouldn't have been talking to them people like that. That's what happened. So damn. So you speak up for yourself and you get killed. How is that comforting in our minds? Where where do we go wrong where that's okay? Well, we have justified the the murder of one of our sisters and put it on her and made it her fault. So that situation is very touchy for me. 
Um, I actually have, uh, when that occurred, I dropped my daughter off at Prairie View A&M for college that same year. So when I went down there, I saw the, the mural that everybody had set up for her, and it was literally right out, outside of her college campus. Um, I, that, 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 that's where the problem comes in with the, the black women stereotyping of us as being mm -hmm. angry because um, I speak with my hands very frequently. Um, that's a threat that to some people. people. Yep. That's, that's yes. a threat to some people. That's just yeah. me and how I am. Um, Thank you, Russell. Yeah, I had a client that was a police officer and she expressed to me how, you know, how some Caucasian officers, white officers, uh, they, when people are talking to them and they're upset and they're doing like this, they like, hey, 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 hey. They like, take that as aggression. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, it. The, the situation has flipped on them helping them, mm -hmm. you know, versus because now they feel like they threatened they like they're a threat. Them. Yeah. Um, we as a whole, we, we as a whole have to learn how to be more... We have we have to stop stereotyping. We have to stop putting people so, in the box. So women so. come in all shapes and sizes. Black yeah. women definitely come in all shapes and sizes. You gotta think about this. The experiences that we have and 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 counter to our white counterparts, whether it be black white women, black women, Hispanic women, Asian women, is very very different than anybody else. The stuff that we experience, I guarantee you, the white suburban woman is not worried about her son when she sends him outside the way that we are. You will, if you did a poll, you will find that damn near every black woman knows a woman that has lost her son to some kind of violence. You will not find that with the white women. So that trauma in itself is big for us and it defines who we are. In addition to if we feel like we're not protected. So how can you judge me or categorize me in a box of what I should and should not look like? Who you compare me to? Because my experiences are tra traumatic. I, my man who cheated on me, he didn't laugh. Um, I'm raising these kids by myself. Okay, even if I am married. Or he's passed. Or he's deceased. He's deceased. I, you know, I'm, I'm concerned, even if my life is tip-top shape and I have a beautiful, wonderful husband that affords me a great life and we have two kids and a dog and a picket fence, I'm still black and my kids still black. So when they walk outside, I don't care if they go to Walmart or the mall, I'm still very concerned about them. Susie next door is not that way. So if I see somebody come in my space trying to hurt me or whatever the case may be, yeah, I'm going to be more aggressive. Yeah, I'm going to talk with my hands. I got to get my point across. That's going to be who I am. But the world, especially our black men, have to understand that we come in all different shapes and sizes. Look, we need you all to start supporting us, okay? Yeah. We need you all to have our back. We need you all to hear us out. Just listen, it's just listen it's, to yeah. us. It's, it's, it's unconditional love. Before you draw yeah. your, your opinion, hear, hear, hear women out first. Hear I, what I, we I, have I, to say. We could, and we could be wrong. Yeah, we but could be wrong. And be wrong. I, I, we... A lot of us can honor you saying, hey, I listened to everything you said, baby. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I think another piece to it is, is that women. So it's easy to dismiss women, women's plea for protection because we have a lot of women. So give me a, give me a situation where, where uh, we don't, we're not supportive. Where we're not protected. Okay, so I'm going to give you a great uh, example. Okay. Uh, Erica, du Erica Badu posted, 
was before that if young girls would wear long skirts that cover their legs up, then they wouldn't be harassed by older men. Okay. Um, I don't agree with that, and I think that's a terrible thing to push I out totally into the world. And that. so what happens is, is that we can't be ourselves, whatever that is, because we have to protect ourselves from other people or things that might hurt us. Okay. So, example, I go outside and I decide, you know what, it's warm and nice outside. I'm going to put on some little shorts. Now, uh, genetics being what it is, I got some ass. Now, do I put, do I put, <laughs> do I put on some basketball shorts? Well, that ain't really my thing. That's some women's thing. That's their thing. So give me another example besides clothing where, where women don't feel like they're protected. It could be in relationships. Okay. In relationships, you have men that um, go back to the mama. They protect their mother. They don't necessarily protect their woman. Okay. You have situations where you have men, and I only can speak from black men because that's my experience. You yeah. have black men that feel like what they want out of life is more important than anything in the world. And if that means that you have to get hurt in the process of me getting what I want, then so be it. So that's a selfish man. It's a selfish I, I don't man. I take that as a black man not being protective. I just take that as a, self, as but, a selfish but, but man. But ultimately, the woman is left unprotected. First of all, the man is the one that's hurting her. But it also leaves her open to have to handle whatever it is to support him. Okay. So she is a, she's a, um, a, a board. She's, she's, she's definitely getting, she's getting beat down. She's not protected. Okay. So then you go to things like because I I I feel protected by my black men. So I understand. For the most part, I, I understand the statement that people are making, but I I have a strong support system of black men. So from my fathers to my man to my nephews, like I I don't understand. So that's why I'm asking questions for people who are like, like me yeah. that don't understand. You know, that feels like I think I they're think just that, tripping. That, you speaks, know. that speaks to how do we how do we work toward healing the situation and you have that support system because that is where you come from, mm -hmm. but you have people around you, nephews. Too, but I do too. I do too. I do too. In her work atmosphere, she's probably been in more situations. I have been in more in more situations where I've been where I've been unprotected. So I, I've worked in, in jails and I've worked in psychiatric hospitals. Mm -hmm. And I will say that I, I have had to pick and choose which people, and I'm not just saying males, which people are going to be able to protect me. So I'm going to be careful when I approach somebody that I know might be aggressive or violent because Bobby over here, he ain't going to be able to have my back. Mm -hmm. But Susie over here, she might. So I, I pick and choose. But I put myself in positions where I know I'm going to be safe. A lot of times we protect ourselves. Yes. So I have two sons. And I am raising my sons to be protective of all black women, mm -hmm. especially me. Mm -hmm. So that being said, yeah, you're right. You do feel like you're secure. Because you wouldn't be around a man if he didn't give you that sense of security. Absolutely. We have women that have never seen what that looks like, so they don't know. Okay. And so, if I'm a woman that doesn't have a protective father, uncle, uh, cousin, brother, and I'm out here searching for a mate, well, I don't know that he needs to protect me. I don't know that, I mean, and, and even if you are a lesbian, I don't know that my circle and the person that I make myself up with, I need to be secure enough that I know that they're going to protect me. And, and protection is not just... Uh, if, if I get jumped in the mall, 
Are you gonna help me fight? Okay, so what else is protection? Protection is speaking up for me. Okay. Making sure that um you have my back, even if I'm wrong. Don't bust me out in public. And that's the one thing, and that's a valid point that I wanted that my sister is stating with our vice president. Regardless of what she had going on in her past, we our men, you black men, you all were supposed to support this woman. Yeah. You all or, were or shut up. You Yes. Or shut up. Yes. You all were supposed to say, hey, you are we have a woman that wants a Howard. Yeah. She wants a Howard. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure I'm saying the right information. Um that that's history. Like yeah. Barack Obama was history. That that's that's our history. Yeah. That's for us. These new history books they making, we we have we, we gonna be in it. We're gonna be in it. Yes. That that is what your grandchildren need to see. Your great grandchildren need to see. You want your granddaughter. For me and I have yeah. daughters and, and are gonna have yeah. granddaughters and great granddaughters. You want them to know, hey, you can succeed in whatever you set your mind to. Yeah. Anything you set your mind to. That is my number one rule in my household with my family. I don't play jealousy at all, period. I don't have a jealous bone in my body. We don't have we don't have that going on. Because we said in our kids, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. And this this aids in in visual and seeing that absolutely it's, and sets and sets the standard yes for our young black girls and it's funny because our counterparts they are expected it's it's already a given that they have the opportunity to be senators yes. and congresswomen and yes. all of that that's not yes. a standard that's set in our society in black communities and so when we have those opportunities to set those standards and make that history and give those visuals we have to embrace and support that i'm not saying dismiss and just love and support somebody and throw it out there just because they are black woman That's or just because they black what i'm saying is if you do not have the support and you cannot look at the things the the situation as a whole as a positive then just shut up because like i said they don't um the our counterparts they don't do that mm -hmm. openly and publicly mm -hmm. like we do and, mm -hmm. and, I, and I'm going to speak on this, and, 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 and nobody, you don't have to agree. When I look at things like um, we have black trans women, our black trans women are killed at a higher rate by black men, which they, they're, they're killed by yeah, black men. Trans. So a transgender woman. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Our trans women are killed by black men. Okay. Look at our counterparts. When Caitlyn Jenner took her new form in life, they crowned her the, the uh, woman of the year, athlete of the year. It, it's, it's, and I'm not saying, it, it, I'm not saying support stuff even if you don't support it. But if you don't support it, shut up. But if you have the opportunity to do so, then you have to do that. In our community, we do not know unconditional love. We don't know, we don't know unconditional love. There are people we do. Everybody doesn't. But a lot of us do. A lot of us do. People that are openly setting the tone and the look for us when it comes to looking at us, they, they, they see that we don't do unconditional love. We don't have each other's backs. And even though there that, are that's, many, that's, many that's people true. that do, black people, we we right here with it. When when they look at us as a whole, which is why they try to treat us like they do, because the picture that they see is Black people kill each other, so why should we care? 
Um, black mothers, they don't teach their kids. They have babies by five to different um, men. Black men have babies by five different women. They, you know, welfare, they this, they that. So when we get, but when we get those opportunities to shine, when you go to black people's social media, a lot of us are supporting and celebrating, but the ones that stand out are the ones that saying, tuh, tuh, that ain't gonna be nothing. She ain't nothing anyway, that, tuh, that ain't nothing. We crabs in a barrel. We gotta get, we gotta work together to pull ourselves out of the we barrel. We have a lot of work to do. A lot of work we to do. We have a lot of work we to do. We have a lot, a lot, a lot of work to do. And, and personally, I've been um, really, really bothered by, and this is, it's, it's old, but it's still relevant. It's still new. It's not that old. By the media and people and how they receive Cardi B and uh, Megan Thee Stallion. I got to talk about that. For years. I love Cardi B, y'all. I love Cardi B. <laughs> just because she is just who she is. Bam. That's it. She's just who she is. So people be talking about my girl Cardi. Heck yeah. So when it comes to the, her song, uh, well, their their song, the WAP, um, a lot of people have real hard stuff to say. Um, first of all, we are in our forties, and well, they not. The our music, them are not in, our, in their forties. No, our music was something. If you listen to it the was, lyrics, it definitely now, was. I'm going to go a little deeper and I'm going to take you back to our mothers that are in their 60s. And baby, they music. If you listen, they're singing yeah. it and yeah. they got a melody. Got this, this but baby, if you listen to what they are saying. They, they definitely do. It's not subliminal. Go back to some of them slow songs <laughs> and you listen to their words or what they're saying. It's the same music. It, it is. It's, it's exactly the same. It hasn't it changed. I, I think the unfortunate thing is that um, since slavery, uh, black women's bodies have been, we, we've been taught that our bodies are shameful. Um, for a long time, a black woman with a big butt was thought to be a negative thing. Case in point, oh my God, Becky, look at her butt. That was said in a negative connotation coming from our counterparts. And then when white people deemed a fat ass good and they started running to the doctors to get them, now it's okay. But y'all been shaming us for years. I'm going back to this music, okay? Now, what I can say is the same thing as my sister said earlier. <laughs> Women was not expressive in their music. No, they did Men was expressive. Baby, R. Kelly talked and, about. And they talked about us. Everything. And they was talking about us. So, you know, again. But when we start talking about ourselves, we, we when, Lil, get, when, when Lil' Kim came out, baby. and I'm not even going to quote Lil' Kim, I, I love Kim. But, I love but when she came out and she was like, that's that that to do with that one song. That's this a good song compared to the, a Lil' Kim uh, hardcore Lil Kim, album. Thank you. And, and, and I think that we we looking at it, so when you say, we looking at it in a, a, a crazy way now. So when you have people say like, uh, one of the Republican, uh, I think she was a congresswoman from, yeah from California, she said um, that, that that song, that one song set women back a hundred years. Well, how? Because wow. I just voted. Really? And then I, could, I couldn't have voted, and I just wow. voted. And WAP didn't do that to me. Cardi B, you went in. If she listens, she know your lyrics to your song. I, I, you I, got a few. <laughs> so, so that's the killing part. But you listen it. Our, another kids listen. Absolutely. <laughs> another another um, Republican um, 
he was a Congress congressional candidate, uh, okay. James P. Bradley. Okay. He said he accidentally listened to the song. Oh, wonder what radio station he was listening to. You accidentally listened to it? And what did he have to say? He said that it made him want to pour holy water in his ears, and he feels sorry for future girls if this is their role model. Well, I mean, their role models should be their mothers, aunties, and grandmothers in their lives. Um, and, and, and I'm going to be very honest, and y'all, guys, y'all going to be mad. <laughs> Cardi B is cool. Cardi B is cool. Cardi, Cardi B is a wife. Is a wife. She's a mother. She's a mother. And all that freak stuff that they want done in her bedroom. She's she doing it. And she's physically a successful woman. woman. Yes. And, and, and I don't care that she used to work the pose and take her clothes off. I'm going I'm, I'm to give you something for that, too. There are, because because there are there are situations, experiences, and lives that we live that push us into in, into different things. The not support of our men. The not support. Whether it been like daddy, yes. Somebody along the way did or did not do something that yes. pushed her in that light. And who said being a stripper was a bad negative thing? Baby, prostitutes been out since the beginning of time. Since the beginning of time, there has been sexuality. Since the beginning of time, there have been whores. Since the beginning of time, there have been sex workers. So even if you want to interject your faith, there was hookers in the Bible. Okay? Yeah. So that being said, it's all subjective to who the person is and what they want for themselves. Now, if you don't like WAP, do not listen to WAP. But if you do not have something good to say, then shut up. Because WAP is not stopping my child from going to law school. It's not stopping either of us from living successfully and running businesses and taking care of families. It didn't do none of that. No. That song, no. should I say. That, that, the WAP, though, it, it actually is an additive. Actually. WAP helps everybody. And WAP helps everybody. <laughs> Why y'all tripping? Why y'all tripping? Why y'all tripping? Why you tripping? Okay? Your wife probably at home uh, don't cook, don't clean. Please, that's how she got that ring. Right. So I don't want to hear that. But we 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 have to stop taking things like songs. And it's social media, guys. Social it's media justifies everything. Things that are so small that shouldn't be important. It 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 just televises for the world to see and make comments on. So that that's the biggest problem that we yeah. have right now. The social media area that these kids live in. It just pushes everything ten times. It does. It does. It, ma it makes it visual. Things that we, it was things that was going on when we were kids that we had no idea about. If, mm -hmm. if our kids didn't have social media, they still wouldn't know about yeah. things. That's well, going they on. know exactly what we tell them, and now they fact-checked us and be like, "Well, the Google says there's no such things as monsters, so you're a liar." So we support our women. Support so, definitely, definitely support. I, I think, yes. I think, um, in, in closing, the way we're going to combat women feeling unprotected is to acknowledge that it happens. Stop telling us we crazy. Stop telling us we mad and angry. We not. Stop telling us um, we tripping or um, that it's our fault. Don't tell me I can't wear some shorts because he might attack me, and so then it makes it my fault. Teach your sons. Some restraint. Mm -hmm. Teach your sons to that it's okay to take accountability when they do wrong. If you if you go out and cheat and you hurt somebody's feelings, you hurt a woman's feelings, 
Admit to what you did and apologize. You further traumatize a woman when you lie to us. You're not protecting us and protecting our feelings. But acknowledge that there is some hurt and trauma. Let us be who we are. Accept us and love us for who we are. We accept and love you for who you, for who you are. I, I guarantee you there's a, there, there's a nice number of black men and women that know, know a man that has multiple children, that has gone to jail, that has had a fight or something that they could have avoided, that has been insecure and beat their girlfriends up. I mean, the, the list can go on and on of faults that I know you know people that, that have those faults if it's not you. Acknowledge your shit. You did it. Hold yourself accountable. We're going to hold you accountable. Hold us accountable. But acknowledge that we all are hurting and, and figure out how we're going to move from there. Absolutely. We appreciate y'all. This is our first show. We're back. We're back. We will see you next time. This is My Mic Sounds Nice. I'm Kat. I'm Keisha. Peace.